This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's find out what we can expect at the Genesis Invitational and bring in Meg McDonald. You know her work because she is at By the Book at Monumental Sports Network. You got to check that out each Monday through Friday at 530 in the East. She's also a great follow on Twitter at Moneyline Meg. Meg, good morning to you. It's good to see you again. I think the last time you were here, you were giving us all sorts of information on gymnastics, which kind of blew our minds. So now we got to ask you about golf. But just as a as a golf fan, how much are you excited about seeing Tiger back? Because even though he's not the golfer he used to be, there's just, there's something sort of intangible about seeing him on the course that you can't point to, but it's still Tiger. Yeah, it's still Tiger. And with his new logo, it's still a flex that he has 15 stripes on the Tiger representing his 15 major championships. So I've heard a lot of critiques and criticism and breakdowns of this new logo. You'd be surprised how many opinions people have about tiger woods new logo but you know what who doesn't care tiger woods doesn't care about your opinion because he's making money no matter what so i think it's arguably hysterical listening to people go on for like 50 minutes on a podcast talking about his logo (laughs) he doesn't care what you think he's making good money no matter what so no always excited to see tiger woods i will be betting him is it the smartest way Definitely not. Is it the most delusional way? Definitely so. But if you want to really bet Tiger Woods and lay the dollar thirty for him to make the cut, only because it's a seventy-man field, fifty guys plus ties make the cut, and you, if you're within like ten strokes of the leader, you also make the cut. So we could only have like four dudes miss the cut. If it was just Tiger, it'd be a tragedy. But I'm actually targeting Tiger in a different way. I'm betting him. 23 to one to have a bogey free first round because we know he's never going to be healthy again. He's never going to have that same pep in his step with all of the injuries that he has had to withstand for a couple of years now. So I'm not interested in him full tournament. We never know what we're going to get come Saturday and Sunday, but he's still Tiger Woods and this is his tournament and he's never won this event. There's always going to be that fire underneath him. I think he might be able to come out in the first round and have a nice little card bogey fee bogey free round on the first day Ooh, and at a long price as well i think that's a good handicap Mm -hmm. because i'm super conservative when it comes to golf bets i don't really like taking who's gonna win i'm like what about a top 30 or a top 20 if they just have a good tournament that's what i'm looking for Uh, so let's look at the rest of the field are there any quote-unquote horses for this course somebody whose skills line up really well with how this course lays out 
Yeah, th- that's funny you asked that, Chelsea, because my co-host on By the Book, Sia Najad, is an incredible golf handicapper. Like, you guys should definitely try to get him on because he actually put me on Xander Shoffley at 16 to 1 as an outright because Xander doesn't do, like, anything spectacular, but he does everything mm-hmm. good. And we're at the point where we've lost so much talent to live golf that it's almost like a process of elimination. If you're not interested in a Scotty Scheffler who – In this field, every single week, it feels like he is ultimately the best driver of the golf ball, has the best approach approach play, but he cannot putt still. I don't know what's happening, and I'm not interested as six to one pricing outright for a Scotty Scheffler who's still in a mental pretzel on the greens. So Xander does everything pretty well. And again, you have these guys ahead of him, like a Victor Hovland, who to me isn't really playing all that great. He just pulled out last week because he wanted to work on his game. So I'm fading a Victor Hovland, not really interested in a Scotty Scheffler. What do you expect from Rory? He's never a bad play, but going down a little bit, again, it's not like the longest shot, but a Xander Shoffley who has good course form is coming in and also good golf form as well. I mean, he has three Mm -hmm. top 10s and four starts in 2024. So Xander Shoffley, always a safe play. I also like a Thagala at 22 to one outright. He's been on a heater on this West Coast swing, and this is the final golf tournament on the west coast before we hit the florida swing so second at the century this year fifth last week at the phoenix phoenix open he also went to pepperdine so he's accustomed to this type of Mm. weather this type of golf course imagine going to pepperdine too i mean what a life as a college kid but 21 thagala and xander at 16 to 1 are probably my favorite outrights and also like we're not talking massive massive units right because chelsea you mentioned the you like a top 30 like that's fine because you're getting better pricing you're not risking a lot so half unit quarter unit on these outright to me is always the way to play golf tournaments we're talking with meg mcdonald who is hosted by the book on monumental sports network each monday through friday from 5 30 in the east okay meg so i see a lot of people getting hot on justin thomas in the field this week uh-huh. he's first mm-hmm. in strokes gain around the green and and sort of coming on at the right time Is he a decent play or would you shy away from him? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. JT is interesting because for me, I'm not interested in playing Justin Thomas right now. And maybe it's because I'm still caught up on what happened to him last year where he was playing bad golf. Like, let's be so for real. I don't think he should have been on the Ryder Cup team, but he's a name. He's kind of the guy. He has the he's in the boys club. Right. So he's going to be on the Ryder Cup team no matter what. Maybe I've been a little burned by him in the last eight months. So I'm shying away. I also don't love the ultra, ultra popular plays. So JT is popular this year or this week, rather. Adam Scott is really popular this week. Sam Burns is really popular this week. So generally, those popular guys, to me, I'm more interested in fading them. Like Victor Hovland, I don't understand why Victor Hovland is priced as high as or low as he is, rather, because I also like another play 
because you can actually bet top nationalities too. So the top Canadians, the top Europeans, top North Americans. I love a top continental European and I'm fading Victor Hovland because he is the odds on favorite in that category. And I'm going down to Ludwig Oberg because he's been on oh. fire this West Coast swing too. He's, he has a great driver, good with long irons, comfort, he's very comfortable on these types of greens. And this is, the Riv is a tournament where yes, you need to do everything well. And I think a lot of people are like approach play, approach play, approach play. To me, it's the long irons. That's going to be the name of the game. And Oberg has some nice long irons. So yeah, JT always a good play, no matter what, I guess. But I don't like the form he had just six months ago. So if he's able to turn it around that quickly, so be it. But I'm targeting a different, a couple guys differently, I guess. All right, I got to ask about Max Homa, somebody who has won <laughs> at the Genesis before, the hometown guy. But mm -hmm. if you look at his last two events, hasn't been that great. So what wins out when you're handicapping? Somebody who has played well at this specific course or if somebody has not been playing like super well as of late? Are you in on Max Homa this weekend or does the recent play scare you a bit? The recent play definitely scares me a little bit. I wouldn't bet Max Homa as an outright by any means with the type of pricing we're seeing at some of these mm -hmm. books. If you really want to play Max Homa, take a top 10, take a top 20. Like, don't put all your eggs in, a, in the basket with Max Homa. Does he get right here? There's a high possibility. This is his home course, as you mentioned. He's going for like five straight top 10 finishes at the Genesis mm -hmm. Invitational. I totally understand why people love Max Homa this week, too. I'm not interested in the outright market. If you feel like you got to play Max Homa, he's so likable. He's so easy to root for. You want to sprinkle something. I would more so target top 10. You're still going to get plus money at like plus 150 and then top 20 a little less. But him not making the cut last week at the Phoenix does scare me off. If you're delusional enough to think that, well, he got more rest before he hits the Riviera, then so be it. I'm probably not one of them, but uh, I, I get the Max Homa love. I really do. Meg, how much emphasis do you put on golfers who have had success at particular courses? Like, I think that's one of the reasons why I know you're not big on Adam Scott, but he's a popular bet this week, just because historically he's been very good at the Genesis. How much is that a part of whenever you handicap golf? I definitely put stock into that because like I'm a golfer, not, not a good golfer. Like I don't want to put that out into the universe, <laughs> but I do love to play golf and I love to play courses that I'm familiar with. Like when you're mm -hmm. standing over the ball and you know, the exact yardage, that confidence hits differently. So based off my experience, and again, I do not want to put myself into this like professional realm. I am not a very good golfer, but when you know a course and you know it really well, and you know, exact let's say iron selection, you know, the wood selection, you know, how hard you need to hit the driver, you know, where you can basically mess up and get out of trouble too. So I do think course history matters and it, it, it does affect the confidence. Like if I don't like a course, if I'm playing a course for the very first time, I have no confidence. I have no idea what I'm doing. If I can't see the pin, I don't love that. So I, I think course history matters based off my experience. I imagine it does based off real professional golfers experience as well, which is why I get everyone loves Adam Scott and talk about someone who is very likable. He's not going to be in your face. So I get the Adam Scott love too. And I do put stock into course history. So again, I'm not going to rip apart anyone who loves the Aussie this week by any means. 
Okay, this is not a handicapping question, but a fun one to end on, for me at least. What are you most looking forward to, to watching from Tiger Woods this weekend? The smack talk. Golf is better when Tiger Woods is in it because he plays a mental game with some of these guys, especially the younger guys who look up to him so, so much. When they grew up watching Tiger play, they grew up watching Tiger not play golf, but change the game, change the landscape of golf. If it weren't for Tiger Woods, we wouldn't see these young guys be as fit as they were, as strong as they are. Like, look at Rory McIlroy now. He's the gun show over here. Tiger Woods changed <laughs> the game of golf and he's able to intimidate all everyone. Everyone's intimidated by Tiger Woods. I think golf is better. I think there should be a competitive edge when it comes to the mental game of golf. And honestly, like the buddy buddy thing, it's cool to see too. You want to see the guys get along, but to me, I love the competitive spirit. The the hell that Tiger Woods brings to a golf course every single time he's there. It, you can't beat it, right? Like golf is better because of mm-hmm. Tiger Woods. So everyone swoons over him. We love it. But to me, I love that type of fire. She is the host of By the Book on Monumental Sports Network each Monday through Friday at 530 in the East, also on Twitter at Moneyline. Meg, Meg, great stuff as always. And we appreciate the insight. Yeah, guys, really good to see you. And uh, we're only... Geez, weeks away from March Madness bracket coming out, which I love. Oh so yeah, happy, happy Thursday. Happy to be back on with you guys. Yeah, great to see you as always. And getting me excited. She's so pumped. Oh, my God. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.